What's up, guys, and welcome in to episode four of the Sawyer Talk Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sawyer Turnbow, and tonight joining me is none other than Savannah's own Latrell Bumpus, who is the defensive end at the University of Tennessee. Latrell, what's going on, man? You doing all right? Yeah, how you doing? Oh, man, it's all good down here in Waynesboro. How's it, how's it up in Knoxville? Uh, everything's going good. We started spring ball last Thursday. So the team's been doing pretty good, which I'm still just watching and working out. You know, I had an injury and stuff. But overall, everything's going good, up and running. That's good, man. That's good to hear. So uh, I like to start off, you know, every episode, Latrell, and asking my guests, you know, how did how they got into sports and kind of mm-hmm. learning who they are kind of off the field as well as on the field. So for you, Latrell, who, who got you in sports? How did you get your start? Uh, I would say my dad and my brother. My brother – which we was 10 years apart, but he was always playing football, basketball or something. So I would go out in the yard every day and play with him. And then uh, I want to say the first sport I started playing was T-ball. I ain't sure the age. And then uh, in third grade, I started playing football then. Yeah, and, uh, you know, my last guest, it was Austin Yarbrough, and he talked about having a brother who was older than him too and how – he would play, you know, football in the yard with his friends and get crushed, but that would push him and make him want to get better. Was that kind of the same thing with you? Uh, Yeah, it was because my brother, him and my cousins, they was all kind of in the same grade or a year apart. And they would always come over at the house or just do some kind of sport outside or really just anything. So I just kind of fell in that hole and started picking up the ball. Yeah, you didn't want to be left out. Never never want to be left out. Yeah. So, like – now, now, what all sports did you play growing up? I just played football, basketball, and baseball, which I played football and basketball all four years in high school. Not basketball, baseball, my bad. And then I quit playing basketball after my freshman year. Now, did you have a favorite growing up, or did they all kind of – did you all kind of like them the same? Oh, you're talking about, like, favorite sport? Yeah, favorite sport, my bad. Favorite sport was baseball, and honestly – Coming into high school and through ninth grade, I, that's what I wanted to go do in college was play baseball. And then football kind of took over. And that's yeah. kind and of let, me, let me tell you, folks, he's just as good, if not better, at baseball than he was football. I got to see it firsthand for a lot of years. But, uh, you know, and, and you spoke on, you know, you, you played baseball and uh, football through high school. And so, like, you know, we, we hear a lot about the recruiting process for guys and, what was that like for you? Was it something like coaches were just, you know, talking to you, trying to get with you, you know, just all the time? Or how how does, how how was that for you? So the recruiting process started, it kind of started in ninth grade because uh, there was another guy in our high school too, and I had got introduced to a couple coaches. So I want to say my 10th grade year, I started going to camps, and I first got my first offer from Mary State. And then the rest kind of just fell in line. But from that point, I just started going to visit schools, like, in the off season. Really, as soon as football was over with, I kind of started then. Then baseball picked up. I kind of spent the whole summer either going to camps or visiting schools. But I think after, like, 11th grade, that's when the coaches can contact you. So, from after there, I was just pretty much talking to them almost every day or every other day, just getting to know them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- – was Tennessee always kind of the the lead dog, or when you got that offer, were you like, all right, that's it, or did you have any other schools that you were really considering throughout the process? 
I had a few more, but growing up, Tennessee was always my favorite school. So I was always like a hard lean towards Tennessee. So that made it a lot easier to choose. And once I came up here for a visit, I feel like everything just kind of fell in line. And that's some place that I could see myself being at for four years. And, you know, you hear a lot of guys talk about really wanting to represent the home state and be a part of something bigger than themselves. Was that something that kind of intrigued you with the fact that, you know, Tennessee is such a, uh, a national brand, but not, you know, was that a big part of why you wanted to go to Tennessee uh, along with, you know, them being your favorite school growing up? Oh, uh, yeah, I said that played a little part in there because, you know, ain't nothing bigger than a tee. Ain't nothing bigger than you running around wearing it. But it even means more once you actually could live it. You know, a lot of people can't really say that they went to school or just played the sport up here, you know, so it means a lot. Yeah, also, like, it's just a good experience. You know, you get to meet people from all over, whether that's from football, different sport, or just people you go to class with. And you meet a lot of connections, too, which is good in the long run. So going from, you know, playing 3A ball in, at Hardin County High School to playing SEC football, you know, big boy football, uh, what was the toughest transition to you or what was the biggest difference? Uh, I say on the field, the biggest difference was, of course, like, you know, the size, you're getting hit every play or in high school, you might get hit two or three times a game. Mm -hmm. Then the speed of the game, it's just a whole lot different, it's a whole lot faster. But I figured out, you know, once you – learn the plays and break it down slow. The game tends to slow down for you. And then uh, really I was getting with a lot of the older people too. And like we would be studying the plays and just doing other little deals, maybe like going outside doing extra work. So it all fell in line. But then one hard thing I would say outside of football that it would be time management mm -hmm. because you spend so much time at football, but you also got to get your schoolwork done too. So I guess you would say average day at football might be like five or six hours. And then you also got your classwork too. So you got to try to squeeze it all in. Yeah. And I mean, I've always heard, you know, life of a student athletes, not an easy one, you know, and you just, I mean, you just said it, you got to balance football and school and family and friends and all that kind of stuff. So that just adds on to the pressure that you feel to perform on the field. Um, yeah. I think uh, it was the second episode. I had uh, Jacob Laws on here from Loretta. I'm, I believe you know him, don't you? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he talked about, when I asked him about the toughest transition from, you know, going to Loretta to UNA, you know, everybody's good at the college level. You know, you, you mm -hmm. don't find any scrubs there. And I'm sure, I mean, from UNA, the difference from UNA to Knoxville to playing at Tennessee, I'm sure that's another big difference just talent-wise and everything. I say – I say once you get here until you realize, like, of course, you have fun, but it's more of a business. So you always got to be at your best because each year they're recruiting people to bring in to like be better than you and replace you. Mm -hmm. So you always got to take it to the next level. Yeah, you really can't take a day off. I mean, you've got to work every day and really stay on top of your game. Um, so the next question, what's the best thing about playing football at Tennessee? I mean, is it the tradition behind the program? Is it just – you know, when Neyland Stadium's got 104,000 people rocking, what, what's the favorite part of it for you? Uh, for me, I would say the tradition, you know, you got the ball walk running through the tee, and then you really can't really experience it unless you're on the field. But, I mean, this, this year with COVID, we couldn't have a full stadium, of course. But when it's a full stadium, there's no stadium in the world that compares to it 
or at least I haven't been to any. And I see a lot of other people, they say the same thing, like from out of conference and stuff like that. So I definitely would say the big stadium, you know, in the atmosphere. Yeah, and uh, to speak on that atmosphere a little more, the first game I ever got to attend in a Neyland Stadium was the BYU game in 2019. It was, I believe it was your junior year. Yeah, that was, that was, uh, yeah, it was 19 because that was probably the loudest game I ever played in. It was because it was that night game at the time. Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, I, and like I said, I'd never been there. So, like, when y'all ran through the tee and everything, you know, I saw Pruitt, you know, pushing guys around, getting fired up, man. I, I got chill bumps and it was like <laughs> 75 degrees, man. I, oh, I still, I, I can't explain. Like, it just really got it. I really got into it. And mm-hmm. I remember you had two sacks that game, too. Yeah, I did. That was like my, my first career sack. So, yeah. Not I, that's one of the game I'll never forget, though. Now, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Coach Pruitt. You've had three different coaching staffs since your time mm-hmm. there. You know, Butch Jones and his staff recruited you in there, and then Coach Pruitt showed up, and now, you know, Coach Heupel, Josh Heupel's there. Um, has there been, like, a drastic difference in the coaching staffs, or have they all been kind of similar? Can you speak on that a little bit? Uh, yeah, I say I say for the most part, you know, it's all been sim- I mean, similar. But, I mean, they all got their different ways, you know, different coaching styles, but – all of them I thought was pretty good, you know, pretty good people. And so I'm thankful to be able to play for all of them, you know, uh, minus the unfortunate circumstances. But overall, they all are good people. And I say they're all kind of the same, like, you know, about their business and stuff. Then they got their own little different ways. And, you know, you, you touched on it a little bit earlier about your the injury you suffered last year in your rehab. How's that coming along? When 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 is your time frame to be back on the field? Uh, it's going good. You know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. And hopefully within the next month or two, I'll be at 100%. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every time, you know, you see a college athlete or anybody, you know, football's the plan, plan A, there is no other plan. Do you have a plan B? You know, if football doesn't work out, what's your plan? Uh, yeah, I, I hopefully I'm, – I'm hoping to go into the sales field after football. So if that don't work, uh, I really don't know after that. You know, I'll just explore my options and stuff. But I definitely one day want to raise cattle. So. Oh, you want to be, be a good old country boy. <laughs> hey, I know this man coming from Savannah. Nothing wrong with being a good old country boy. Yeah, that's why I'd rather be outside doing something than behind the desk, I think. so. Oh, yeah. I can't blame you. I can't blame you at all. So, you know, you've, you've been playing ball since you said you were how old again? When did, when did you start playing ball again? Probably about seven. All right. So, you've been playing ball since you were about seven. You know, mm-hmm. you've been a part of a lot of, I'm sure, great games and been around a lot of great people. Um, has there been one coach or one person really influenced you the most in your playing career or even off the field? Uh, yeah, I would say uh... – I had Coach Scott and Coach Larry – not Coach Larry, but Coach Scott and Coach Rocker. They are both my college coaches, which I had a few in high school too, but them just two first to come to mind because their coaching style was like a little different. They treat you like a man first, and then it was football second. So I learned a lot from them. They had a big influence. Really just, you know, becoming a man and stuff, they always kind of – I feel like they had the right thing to say all the time. 
Yeah, and you know, I you see the I've seen the quote a lot on Facebook and stuff. You know, you can win football games all you want, but if you're not, you know, teaching guys to be great husbands, great fathers, you know, just great people, then you're losing. So from the sounds of it, you I mean your coaches there, they've got the right idea. You know, they know that it's bigger than just football, and I'm sure that you realize that too. Mm-hmm. All right, one last question for you, and I'll let you get out of here. All right. Favorite sports memory? If you had to pick one, single one out, what would be your favorite? Uh, I'll say I'll say one that I was playing, and then one you know I wasn't. I was at a game, so the first one when I wasn't playing, uh, I actually came up here. I think it was 2016 when we beat Florida. It was just fun to see because kind of the first half. I mean, you kind of know how it was going. The first half, it wasn't really going too good, and then we made a big comeback. That was like the first time we beat Florida in a long time, too. Oh, yeah. That was crazy that day. And then the biggest sports memory that I can think was probably just because it was my first college game would be the Georgia Tech game. I think we went into, like, double overtime, and we won the game, like, on the last play. So that's probably one thing I'll never forget. And we also played in the Mercedes Dome, which I think we was, like, the second team ever playing there, which it was fun to, you know, play in the NFL stadium. Well, the trail, man, I really appreciate, you know, you taking time out of your day to do this interview with me. I want to thank everybody that gives this episode a listen. Don't forget to like and subscribe. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can find links to every episode on my personal social media pages. Uh, my Facebook is just my name, Sawyer Turnbow. Instagram is Sawyer Turnbow, no spaces, no caps, no anything. Twitter is at Turnbow Sawyer. Uh, LinkedIn is Sawyer Turnbow. There's also a Twitter page that is just for the podcast. That Twitter handle is at Sawyer TS, that's capital TS podcast. And also, if anybody out there listening, if you've got a cool sports story, shoot me an email at SawyerTalkSports at podcast.com. And who knows? Might even get you on the show like Latrell. But again, thanks everybody at Latrell. I really appreciate it, man. It was good catching up. And like you said, man, we need to get on the golf course soon. Yeah, we'll do something. I'll be home. I should be home in May. Yes, so sir. We'll yes, sir. I'm looking forward to it. It's always right. always good when our paths collide, my friend. Yep. yep. Tell everybody I said, hey. Yes, sir. Will do. You tell your bunch I said, hey. I will. I appreciate it. All right, brother. You take care. You too. See you.